Well, 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 what an interesting weekend I had. I wonder what is your measurement of how you are doing out there with your soul, your mind, and your body. Some of you may be really good at journaling, at tracking things. You might be tracking your macros. What are macros? Macros are the three basic kind of caloric things that we bring into our body, your protein, your carbs, and your fat. You might be tracking your exercise. You might be tracking your sins. I mean, imagine that. When was the last time I did X, Y, or Z? And it's wonderful to do that because we need to reflect. We need to have something that gives us a sign that we're on the right track and we should keep going because we live our lives every single day in the same bodies with mostly the same people doing mostly the same things. And we may not even realize our progress or when we fall off. And then it becomes normal to fall off that path. And that becomes our, okay, we either fall back into our old subconscious programs or we reprogram ourselves to be new people. And we need to do it with God. That's really basically the deal. So for me, y'all know I jump my butt on that scale every day. Now that I have that app and I can track it and all that. And it's not about the poundage. It's also a body fat percentage, a BMI thing, and a a fat thing. So it calculates a lot of stuff. But the thing is, I'm not doing that, jumping on the scale, because my life is ruled by that number. I'm jumping on that scale to see, am I on track? Am I becoming a lighter fighter, a stronger person? physically, because I feel better that way. So what happened this weekend? I mean, everything was out of control. Started golfing on Friday with my husband and met two new people. And then we hung out and then we ended up going out to dinner. And then Saturday came along and everything was different. My brother came over with a friend. I mean, it was absolutely insane. Sunday morning, I do not get on the scale. I go to mass All I knew was, because I had this goopy, MSG-filled Chinese food the night before, and I felt horrible on Sunday. Bloated. My hands were so swollen. Like, when you... I felt like they were baseball mitts. You know, like, I tried to close them in a fist. Couldn't even get them all the way closed. And the aches in all my joints, that was inflammation. That's a big old sign to me because my body doesn't feel that way anymore because of the way that I eat and because of the way that I move it and I work out, I don't have that anymore, but I did on Sunday. So I decided that I was going to go out for a walk and then I did this, you know, hip mobility and strength kind of workout for 30 minutes, but then I got on the scale this morning and I was like, what? It was 140. A lot of you may be like, 140, I'd kill for 140. Look, it's not the number. I just know that that number was last month's number. So last month, if you watch my six-month update on YouTube, it's somewhere around June, the beginning of June, 
I reflect on my 24 or 26 pound weight loss. I think it was 26. My body muscle gaining and my fat loss. But I also share how different my body felt. Like I don't have those aches and pains. And I was fluctuating between 138 and 140, which is okay. That's normal for me. I mean, I could gain a couple of pounds in a day easily. I mean, my body's very fluid, literally. I know it's fluid <laughs> that I'm holding on to. Um, and I don't, and I'm okay with that as long as it doesn't jump like five pounds. I, in this month, am fluctuating between 136 and 138. So for me to jump up to 140, I was like, whoa. And I mean, let's be honest, guys. <laughs> what would it have been yesterday if I got on it? After that Chinese MSG, blah, 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 you know? I mean, who knows what it would have been? But that is my one measurement. And then what did I do with it? <sighs> I didn't want to do it, but... I walked up to my husband after I got off the scale. I'm like, good morning, and kissed him. And he's like, how are you doing, baby? I'm like, I don't know, but I got 140 on the scale. And he goes, whoa. He's like, oh, it must be the Chinese, you know, MSG and all that kind of stuff. But it's more than that. I mean, I was not paying attention. I was not humble enough to say, Lord, Give me some temperance. I don't have to eat this Chinese. I could have had something else. I know that this isn't going to be good for my body. And sure enough, the very next day, <laughs> the inflammation was, was another measurement. Something's not right. My body hurts. Okay. I also had to learn. I shouldn't say learn. Yeah, learn. Yes, like a child. I had to reflect on my conversations and my actions with my brother. My brother, I love him to death. We are like best buds, but we do not see eye to eye on religion. He got into this Buddhist stuff. He went to Bali and ah, then had believe as far as a tattoo on his chest. I think it had a cross on it. Then he overdid it with a Buddhist belly that, oh my gosh, it made me so sad. And he's all about energy and light and this and that and the other. And so we always have conversations about faith. And he had a friend over and this girl was all freaked out because she's like, how, you know, I got a question for you. My uncle died and he renounced Jesus. He didn't believe in Jesus. So because he doesn't believe in Jesus, he's going to go to hell. Now, that's a pretty intense question. First of all, did I pray through it? No. Bing! Sign number one. I should have called for the Holy Spirit. Please give me the words here. But what I did was my best. Based on my knowledge and based on this question that's come to me other times. And I said, oh, listen, honey, honey, look. I understand, and this isn't written anywhere in the Bible, I've heard this from priests that have locutions, which are, you know, signs and messages from God, that we will be given three times the opportunity to receive Jesus. 
And only God knows the heart of your uncle. And maybe there was some wound there. I don't know. Only God does. So even though the teachings of the Catholic Church say that, A, you must be Catholic, B, of course, all Christians, you must be baptized, and C, you know, you can't have mortal sins on your soul, those are quote-unquote rules, but God is the one who made those rules. So it's truly him who decides, and only he knows the hearts of those people one-on-one. It's their life. It's them at the end of it all. And there could be a lot of ignorance and not understanding who Jesus is, or they have been, again, duped and lied to. But we got to have hope that your uncle saw Jesus and felt the love and said, yes, I love you. I want to be there and that it's all good. But again, I, I can't tell you for sure. And that is why we as Catholics pray for the repose of the souls of everyone. I remember I told my cousin who's a fallen away Catholic, but she's very, very Christian. She quit drinking altogether. She is a beautiful, loving, caring person. I mean, her life is a witness of Jesus. There's no question, but she's not Catholic. And when her mom died, mom fallen away as well, my aunt, I said, I will pray for the repose of her soul. And I think it made her mad because she was like, my mom is in heaven with Jesus. And so I had to explain to her, look, we as Catholics, nobody knows anybody's heart. Not the Pope, not our priests, not bishops, not you, not me. Only God knows their heart. Think about how many people can, you know, put the charade on, right? Put the face of this holiness and then behind the scenes, they're abusing children. Hello, we've seen that. And so she said, I'm really glad because I actually took it to prayer. I said, do I need to explain this to her? I don't know. I think I, think I might have made her mad. Of course, it was a text. <laughs> Duh. So I explained it to her and she said, thank you for taking that to Jesus in prayer. Because I think she was mad and didn't understand that. And then I said, look, it's just what we do, <laughs> you know, and, and we want everybody in heaven. We surely want everyone to be Catholic. So that's an easier way to get there. But because of all the sacramental graces that God gives us, but again, only God knows their heart and God has to make that decision. All right. Anyway, crazy reflection over the weekend. And that's what I want us all to remember. That these reflection moments should be happening during the day, during the 24 hours, before we face that temptation, before we end up being argumenting, argumenting, argue. <laughs> rewind before we end up arguing instead of having a loving discussion before we judge someone before we fall into that mortal sin Lord in humility and love and trust I need your grace to help me be the best witness at this moment So that 
is my Monday reflection for everyone. And that is not easy for me to say. I just told everyone my weight. (laughs) There's accountability with this podcast. And I hope that you put this in your heart and allow it to marinate for a while. Take it to Jesus. Look at your life. What are you measuring that is keeping you on track? Who are you bringing in? Me, the soul, mind, and body group people. How are you putting your struggles out there so that other people can know, hey, wait, 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 I'm not alone on this. Nothing bothers me more than people who talk about the spiritual life and don't share their struggles and their falls because and how they get back up. It's not that you fell. It's how quickly did you get back up or that you got back up. So if you look at my three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I knew something's not right. My hands aren't even closing. I feel like I have baseball mitts on my hands. I couldn't put my ring on. That's a sign to me. Okay, something isn't good for your body. I've been living this way clean enough to know, wow, what a difference with the aches and the pains. And so when they come, I have to look, what did I do? Let's not do that again. So that's, again, just the grace of God coming into our hearts. And I want you all to just kind of take a look and do another status check of everything in your life. What does that stool look like? Is it in balance? Are you missing a whole leg? (laughs) Because some of you may not even be moving your body. Your body is important in this mix. Now I look at my body. I knew I had to walk yesterday and I did. My stomach is not as strong as it was because I kind of had those cramps, that stuff that was going on for three days. My, my husband actually said, how is your stomach doing? I said, oh, it's a lot better. So I know I need to work back on my core because that's like this solid, it's the basis of my whole body. And I'm paying attention. I just wish I would be paying more attention during the day. But here's the deal. I'm not going to beat myself up on it. I'm going to be honest with myself. And I'm going to be honest with Jesus. And I'm going to be honest and say, look, I tried to do this on my own. Failed miserably. Oh my gosh, I don't know if you just heard my stomach growl. Today, I just had coffee. Black. No creamer. (laughs) So my stomach's probably going, what is this? But I wanted to kind of fast a little bit. By the way, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Tennessee. So that's another thing that's kind of on my plate today. And I'm calling on God to help me be humble and happy and joyful with all that I have to do to get us kind of prepared to go down there. And to be happy about the trip. You know, I hate the eight-hour drive. I'm not a car person. I don't really like getting all the stuff ready and packing. It's just kind of a royal pain. But, oh, woe is me. 
I'm grateful that we have started building. We've had that, <laughs> that property for two years, since 2021, and now we're finally getting there. So I should be ecstatic about it and so grateful. So that's really where I'm trying to go is we need the grace of God. We need the humility to put everything in perspective and to make sure that we get back up, get back on the path as quickly as possible. So I'm going to fast today a little bit. I'm going to work out both strength training and walking. And let's not forget about the mind. When you move the body, you exercise the mind more than you would by doing those Sudoku puzzles or those word, crossword puzzles. I'm telling you, move your body. It, you won't regret it. And strength training has been a game changer for me. So if you have bands in the beginning, just use your body weight, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, do some tricep dips. All you need is a chair. Do a couple of squats, do a few lunges, you know, do some inner thigh leg lifts. I mean, all these things you can do without any equipment. And you can go on that there YouTube or Rumble. By the way, I'm back on YouTube. It took me a whole second. It was a full day. They put me in jail eight days, darn it. I was really upset because I did my Saturday morning coffee, which by the way, if you haven't watched that, watch it because it's about relationships. How does Satan and the culture impact your intimacy in your relationships? Those people in the soul, mind, and body got a whole lot more stuff from me and my husband on the intimacy side of the house. But there's a public video out there which covers a lot too. And I have been learning. Told you about that Father Ripperger video. I've posted it over the past two, three different podcasts. I've listened to it over and over again, dissecting and applying things to my own life, praying through it. I can listen to it another seven times and still find more gems and more ways in which I can live a holier life, making my relationships as intimate as possible and freeing myself from all of the lies that the evil one tells us, that the culture tells us. Just an amazing video. But that's what we have to do. Constantly learn like a child and love ourselves through it. So let's pray. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, today we want to make it a great day. And we know that we can if we do it with you. So we ask you humbly, sincerely from our heart to come into our soul and renew our spirit. Give us a spirit, a steadfast spirit to persevere in this life, to be different, to be who you called us to be, which is a joyful, controlled human being. And know that it's easy with you that when we try to do it ourselves, we fall back into those same patterns and those same bad decisions. We need your grace, Lord. Please shower it on us today. Remind us that every day is a new day and that the faster we get back on that path with you and your help, the better we are going to be. And the better we are, the better they'll be.
Jesus, pour your precious blood over our day. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guide us and lead us to the sacred heart of Jesus. All you holy angels and saints, all of our patron saints, for the stronghold issues that we have, we ask that you intercede for us. Pray to Jesus for us because we struggled just like you and you got through it. Guardian angel, today you are who we will follow. We will listen to the messages of God. Please make it clear to us. In your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All righty, everyone. Find ways to measure identifications, things that you know. Wait a minute. Something's not right. I need to get back on track. Or, hey, things are going great. Things are continuing to improve. I'm going to stay on this path. It's kind of both. Okay, I love you all. Go get them today. <laughs> Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. And have a blessed and inspired day. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it because life is stressful. So party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today.